Good afternoon. Thanks so much for being with us. We are starting the show today talking about health care and a lot of people suggesting that they would have liked to have heard or seen some more detail in the speech that was delivered by Health Minister Adrian Dix. This, as Adrian Dix laid out his vision for the future of health care while speaking at the UBCM conference in Whistler. He acknowledged that there is a health care crisis and that this province has been in one since March of 2020. But as for specifics about the future, well, the speech didn't have a whole lot of that. In fact, it was missing a lot of the specifics, and that's what he's being criticized for today. So we're going to talk more about this on the program. And joining me to talk more about this is Merlin Blackwell, the mayor of Clearwater. Merlin, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for having me, Jill. I, I don't know if you got to hear the whole speech or you were able to get some of the details or lack of details, I suppose, is a better way of putting it. But what are your thoughts on what we're hearing from the health minister? Well, I was actually on the panel. So uh, I spoke after Minister Dix. Um, Gabby Wickstrom spoke uh, right after uh, Minister Dix. And it was myself. Or I, I took eight minutes because, you know, I ramble. <laughs> um, but yes, I, I did listen to the speech, um, fully understanding what was going on with the blackout, uh, with the, the Queen's death on specifics, you know, monetary announcements, I guess. Uh, there were some hints at, I think, what he wanted to announce, which was uh, reforms to the BC Ambulance Service, our further reforms. And then there was discussion about, you know, an alternative model for doctor billing in this province, maybe something uh, more salary or something that took on more of the clinical administration function, or at least paid for it. So there were hints of that. And I also had another meeting this morning with uh, Minister Dix to privately talk about the issues around healthcare in my community. Um, And and that was some of the same things were hinted at, but you know, you wouldn't even in uh, private um, further comment on those issues. Did you get the sense that there are things to be announced and they're just not being announced now or there aren't? Yeah, I would fully expect things to be announced in the in the near future once we get past this morning period for the Queen. And, uh, you know, they may be in early, more in early stages of planning or, or something along those lines too, but I, I, I would fully expect to hear something in the next couple of weeks. Right, because even talking about things like a different way of paying doctors or attracting family doctors, so we've certainly heard that over and over again. And what's being waited for now are, are the specifics on that. For sure, yeah. No, I mean, we had uh, fairly solid conversations about how much of a worldwide crisis this is. Um, the community organization, uh, the BC Rural Mayors uh, Alliance that we're starting to form here, we had uh, a meeting of over 30 people on Monday morning for coffee here, and this is just sort of a grass, grassroots uh, thing that is growing right now. And, and we had all those sort of same conversations about solutions versus, um, uh, you know, complaining about this, but we all recognize that this is a long-term problem. We're just trying to fix the little things. Right. And in your uh, district, in the district of Clearwater, I know we've talked to you in the past about Mm -hmm. uh, the closing of the ER over weekends or or a lack of services because a lack of staff, uh, a number of reasons. How are things going there now? Well, we did a long stretch. I think we did 24 overnight closures in a row. But since then, we've had continuous 24-7 uh, coverage. Uh, a lot of that is due to, you know, a real effort on the part of interior health management to find people to, to break that cycle. Also, we ended the holiday season, so a lot of workers have now rotated back to 
their fall schedule with kids in school and things like that. So that's definitely made it easier. But, you know, speaking after a cabinet minister on the issue at uh, UBCM also attracts attention. So I'm not going to be completely Pollyanna and I'm going to kind of throw that in there as well. Right. Sure. So, uh, you know, I, I think uh, for the other mayors, advocacy is important, but it's also got to be respectful advocacy and being too critical is not helping anything. And I stated that in my mer- remarks yesterday. Right. But I, and I guess there's the balance there, isn't there, of not wanting to be too critical, but also voicing concern and making sure that your voice is heard about the problems. Yeah, I mean, we we as mayors and local elected officials, uh, obviously, we have all our own political beliefs. Um, mine probably aren't what most people think um, <laughs> with the amount of, uh, of speaking I've done on this. But um we have the BC Liberals and the Green Party to to uh, partisanly hold the BC NDP to account. Our communities and the group that we're trying to form here of mayors and elected officials, we are all about working together. We just want to do it. We want proper communication. We want to solve problems in our communities and be a partner in this. It is not about being critical of the healthcare system, the managers, and, and quite frankly, uh, Minister Dix, who I think actually has kept this province going for three incredibly hard years. Um, And I have a lot of respect for the man. I I absolutely do. And I have also a lot of sympathies for him as well. Fair enough. That makes sense for sure. Um, Merlin, I wanted to ask you something, and this was something Von Palmer actually brought up. And I'm sure, I mean, it was early, it was during his regular segment at 6.30 this morning with Simi. But I think what I heard Von say was something along the lines of, in places like Clearwater, with the shortages of ambulance workers and ambulances, there are actually residents who are coming forward and volunteering saying, well, we can get first responder training. Would that help? Yes, yes, absolutely. I, I My moment at the end of my speech where I had to stop, where I was going to tear up and cry was the fact that 11 members of my, my citizenry have stepped forward, many of them out of the volunteer fire department, uh, both men and women, uh, very strong human beings, and they're, they're going to start BC Ambulance training. I talked to Cor- Troy Clifford with uh, the Ambulance Union. He wants to help facilitate that. Um, many partners are coming on to help. And these are what I, this is exactly what I'm talking about. When we finally understood what the shortage was about, because local communication started to happen, I could put that out to the community. The community responded, especially after Ashcroft, especially after Barrier. That broke people. And they realized that if they had the opportunity to step up and be, be part of the solution, they were going to do it. And, and that's where small communities can really help in this situation. Right. And and I can understand that that would be a pretty amazing thing to see people coming forward saying, look, we'll get training or we'll get up to speed so we can do this. I mean, it's yeah. great that people are doing that, but also that's not really how we want the healthcare system to be run, to be to be dependent on, on citizens coming forward and volunteering. Uh, no, this isn't volunteering. Or- this is to actually become EMRs or PCV paramedics over time. They're not stepping up to volunteer. Okay. They're stepping up as basically recruitment in their own communities. This is the perfect idea when we know what the problem is because they already have homes in our communities. They already have family connections in our communities. They're going to stay there once they're trained. This is what we need to do. Uh, I said the same thing uh, as well. We need to, to tailor scholarships for medical to our local citizens. We really need to do that for our students. Let's throw all the effort into things like that because they will return to us. Uh, even if they all don't return to us, 
odds are good that they will spend time back with us because we are family and we all know each other and we all understand when one of us hurts, all of us hurts. Right. No, it's, it sounds like a, a great solution then if people, like you said, are already in the community, get the training and stay in the community. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And, and that's a big focus of our of our talks with the minister and with the local health authorities. How can we bring uh, entry level nursing training right to our small towns? Maybe we find you 20 students. We do centralized. People drive 45 minutes for a cup of coffee here. They're going to drive 45 minutes for schooling a couple days a week if they can begin their nurse training here so they don't have to live out somewhere expensive and uh, and pay rent and all those sort of things. If they can stay close to home versus having to go to UBC, either UBC or UNBC, it's going to keep a lot of people in our communities that will stay in our communities trained. All right. And, and what is happening then with uh, the emergency and with closures? I know I, I had seen you posting a bit uh, that, that fingers crossed, like you said, with the vacations yeah. done, that things were getting back to uh, fully staffed and looking that they yeah. could be that way in the foreseeable future. Yeah, no, we're there. I, we're there for now. Um, it is, you know, uh, spit bubblegum and, and duct tape holding it together right now. Um, I, I fully expect that we will have more overnight closures uh, on and off. But we're making traction. We are attracting people. We are we are working on having that that workplace that people want to come to. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, with the with the positivity of the people in our town, I mean, why wouldn't you want to come here, right? <laughs> no, it's a it's a good question. Uh, you look on the website, or if you've been there, people will know how how beautiful and uh, how uh, how much it has to offer. Yeah, and their mayor advocates for their healthcare workers. Uh, that's a good selling point. So we'll 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 stick with that one. <laughs> All right. Well, Merlin, thank you so much. As always, uh, thanks for joining us. Great to talk to you again. Thank you, Jill.